college and make something of yourself. Do you have a degree in economics? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. Highest honor. There's no need even to have a college degree at all. Episode three, baby. We are back. Just when you thought we left, it's time for it's another time one. for another one. <laughs> I know you guys were all waiting for us, twiddling your thumbs at home. I mean, I know I was. But, I know uh, I was. I was waiting for myself to come in here yeah. and record. You know? I, lo- I appreciate the excitement and the initiative, Akash. <laughs> yeah. That's Akash Maholtra. I'm Rob Thompson. This is the I Have a Degree podcast. Once again, thank you guys again for listening. The first two episodes, they've been a hit. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Um, thanks so much for the support for everyone. Um, a lot of cool comments, concerns, questions, like just little examples and tidbits of like the kind of stuff that we talked about having, happening yeah, in like everyday no life. No doubt. But guess what? We're not stopping there. We're not stopping We're going to keep putting out content whether <laughs> you guys like it or not. <laughs> I honestly don't care. I like hearing myself talk. <laughs> But uh, anyways, we got a super cool episode for you guys today. We've got um, the VP of Student Affairs, VP Wilson here. Oh, yes. Vice President of Student Affairs, VP Wilson. You know, we're super excited. He's a down-to-earth guy. You know, obviously, if you've gone to UGA, you you know who he is. Odds are you've sat down and had, like, lunch with him. I mean, he is a man of the people. And, uh, yeah, so he's our first guest. Big time guests, honestly, bigger than I could expect for our first guest on this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. Um, we'll get in that in in just a second. But first, um, Rob, I believe you have some updates on your your job search hunt. Job search hunt. So obviously, <laughs> obviously, this is not the segment. Our favorite segment. Does Rob have a job yet? Yeah. If you want the answer to that and listen to that segment, wait till the end of the VP Wilson interview. But uh, I did have another interview this wow. week, so I made it to another round. So, I mean, that's that's promising. That's good, man. Um, but honestly, I, I couldn't even focus. I, I did focus on the interview, but I had a gigantic corporate finance test. And let me tell you something. When graduation's this close, like five weeks away, if right. that, and I'm taking, like, my capstone, one of the biggest tests of the semester before I graduate that I need to graduate, but knowing I don't want to do anything in finance, this is applied corporate finance theory, boy, is the motivation, <laughs> like, it's below the it's ground, below man. The ground. It's, six, it's feet six, under. Like, six feet I under. I don't want to be, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I didn't want to be there, so. Um, that's tough, that's tough. How yeah. did you must, how did you, what, like, was the compelling reason for you to just push through and, and get it done? I mean, to be honest, like, pushing through, like, that's, <laughs> uh, that might be a, <laughs> an over-exaggeration. It was more just, like I got to, Scraping you know. Like Maybe at the end of the day, I, 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 like, while I probably didn't put like the most effort in it, I I don't like to go into something and at least not do it right, right you know. So yeah. I still study the amount amount, but so you did you did a good job. Uh, yeah, you did a good job, Rob. Come on, there I, don't, you go. I walked out of a little. Um, but um, you also had a big test that I determined also had you a graduated. Big test this week. I had to take the Georgia Constitution test uh, placement exam. So basically, it's like not a class I'm taking, but. I have to place out of my political science requirement. I have to take this Georgia Constitution test. It's 50 questions. You just have to get 30 right. You get two tries. Well, here's the thing. I failed the first time. <laughs> so uh, the second time that I took it, which I took this this past Wednesday, was like for all the marbles. Yeah. Like if I fail, I don't graduate. If I pass, Dude, um, I get to graduate. Imagine calling Dropbox. Yeah, and, and just saying, being like, hey, can you wait another can six we months? Postpone all of this because. I'm an idiot, you know, <laughs> but I think I did really well. You know, you only get 30 questions, yeah. and you know that's that's doable. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's a 60. Like we spent 60. we spent yeah. four years in college, 
you know, a 60 is 60 reasonable, is right? Reasonable. 60 is like the minimum you could ask of me. So I think I think I passed. So we'll let's tune let's let's tune in next time. I was about to say let's make a new segment. Yet. Did a cash pass the Constitution, Constitution test, test to graduate. Go. Yeah. All right. But, you know, crazy week of tests, but we're excited to be here because, uh, again, VP Wilson's here. So, sweet. Um, without further ado, let's uh, just get started with the interview. Let's dive right in. All right. So, we are here with VP Wilson, Vice President of Student, Student Affairs, Victor Wilson. Uh, thanks for coming on. Glad to be here. All right. So, um, if you don't mind just kind of telling us your day to day, you know, as Vice President of Student Affairs. Wow. Day to day. Um, well, you know, no, no day is the same okay. in my job. And so um, the simple answer for, for what I do is obviously um, the university is set up for academics. And so people come and actually take classes to get a degree. Of course. Um, and so it's really kind of divided into what happens within the classroom, what happens outside of class. Gotcha. And my job is pretty much uh, we deal with all the, the areas outside of class. Okay. So the Division of Student Affairs is made up of 18 departments, about 600 staff, uh, and those departments inclu- includes housing, rec sports, Tate, um, multicultural services and programs, Center for Le- student, you know, for Center for Leadership and Service. So basically, <coughs> we kind of handle, with the exception of food mm-hmm. and athletics, uh, we kind of handle. Uh, all the things that students work with outside of class. I got you. So you said you, you deal with rec sports as well? I deal with rec sports. So um, I've actually joined a four-on-four four IM football team this uh, <laughs> this semester. So uh, can I count on you to come support? Uh, you can't. <laughs> I, I've, I've heard from the staff that you're not very good. So, uh, well, you know what? It's all about trying. I've actually heard that. That's why I worked in recruiting with football and not actually on the team. So <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. Um, but cool. No, that was that was really insightful. Um, I think the the whole point of this podcast is sort of just like observing our own paths, kind of find finding out um, sort of like it's okay that you don't have it figured out, and it's okay that like you maybe major in one thing and you lead to another. So, um, I guess how was your sort of college experience? Maybe what you majored in, and then how that sort of led into sort of what you wanted to do um, after that. Well, you know, it's interesting you ask about paths because mm-hmm. um, I came here and I was going to be an ear, nose, and throat specialist. And Ooh, ENT, um, I like it. <laughs> I was going to be in you know, ENT, and now they call it something else. It's mm-hmm. something laryngology or something. And I was pre med, and actually, um, the more I think about it, I actually was doing very well. Like, I had, like, I surprised myself. I had a great <laughs> GPA. I took the MCATs. I killed the MCATs. There you right? go. <laughs> I mean, I think the highest you can get was like a 35, and I got like some outrageous score. I still didn't think Cake it was walk. my score. <laughs> I was, I, I, I didn't even think it was, I, I was like, that's not my You're going to be the best ENT anyone's <laughs> ever seen. I was ready, I was ready to go. And I was, and I mean, I was serious about it. Oh, of and course. then uh, someone said, you should try it for orientation leader. And so I did orientation leader, and I was like, I want, I want to work on a college campus mm-hmm. um, for the rest of my life. Now, obviously, they didn't, I mean, it was totally, I didn't know what the job entails. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. They gave us free shirts. We gave <laughs> tours. Everybody loved Can't us. Can't say no to free shirts. <laughs> well, they, and they never told you the difficult stuff that you deal with. Of course. But my path totally changed. Yeah. So I went to the pre-med folks, and they were, like, furious with me. They were like, no, you have so much promise. But that's not what I want to do. And so... So my path kind of changed. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of, you know, you know, my life, if I hadn't done orientation, I would never be in student affairs. Definitely. I would never be VP today. So, you know, that's why I always think when students say, 
I, I want to change paths, but I don't think I can. Right. You, you totally can. You, you totally can. And my big advice for students always is go find your bliss. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times students come to college and they're actually finding everybody else's bliss but their own. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So. No, I, I think I was a victim of that because, you know, like you come into college, you think you have this path, your parents think you're on this one path, and then you, 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 you at least spend those first couple of years almost trying to impress them. Right. And so here I am getting this finance degree from, from the Terry College of Business because right. it sounds great. And then <clears throat> this semester, I kind of had to pull myself back right. and just talk about, like, talk to myself and say, you know, maybe this isn't for me. I'm not really for like the nine to five in the front of the computer. I don't yep. want to tell you our free cash flows over the next yep. five years. Yeah. And honestly, I've like kind of regretted not being able to do something creative like this yeah. more. Yeah. So um, you, you say you run into students all the time. Like, is it like a weekly, a daily thing where students are telling you, like, I made a mistake? or I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was daily, but I would say, I would probably say once a week. It's not that students are necessarily changing their major, but they – it's almost like they want to do something different with it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, you talk to, the other day I talked to a student who's a chemistry major and was totally going to do something with chemistry and was like, I want to go to law school. And I said, there are law students who have an undergrad degree in the sciences. Uh, you got to take the LSAT. I mean, there are mm-hmm. other criteria. Right. And so he was like, he's really, really excited because he said, now I feel like you keep telling me to find my bliss. That's what I want to do. Definitely. And so it's not about changing majors, but but I think the whole thing, too, about, you know, taking things about past, it's not just a college thing. Like, I have I have friends who are my age who are making, well, personal changes are totally different, but they're making career changes. Really? So what I try to tell you all at your, your age, don't feel like, you know, changing past and this whole thing about past is like right now. Yeah. You're going to deal with that the rest of your life. Wow. Wow. That's scary. I mean, that may be scary. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. And it may not. Me, but, but, you know, there are times okay. when that's I sit here and think, you know, okay, this is great, but, like, what what if I were doing something, something else? else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, no, no, I love what I'm doing. Yeah. But it's not something that's going to be for seniors in college. It's yeah. for the rest of your uh, life, sure, you will always think about that. And that's going to change when you, you know, when you're in a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. That's going to change when you have kids, you know. Definitely. I, do I need – so paths are not always – I know very few people who like pick a path at 17 and then they're like 45 or 50 and they're on the same path. No, definitely because when I was doing a little research like on your LinkedIn profile, I saw social work and then uh, just you've been campus involvement since. I, I had no idea that you were an aspiring and, and the reason why the reason why the social work <coughs> is because I was pre-med and I was chemistry. And I was like, okay, now I gotta change my major. Gotcha. And I probably shouldn't admit this, but I, the, the one school that said we'll take most of your credits was social work, because I knew I was gonna <laughs> go, go to student affairs, yeah. and I need to finish my degree. And so the social work, they were excited to have me, and and I wanted something that shows I work with people. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. But it's all over the place, you know. And I still don't know if I'm on the right path. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, so, no, you've done well up to this point, yeah, but, I would like yeah. to say. Up to like this to point, say. but, yeah. you know, you never know. But that's definitely definitely really interesting. Um, and it's been definitely a while since since you've been an undergrad. How would you say sort of like the whole, I guess, ecosystem of college has sort of changed um, since then? I know it's uh, a loaded, that's a loaded question. question right? Yeah, it's a loaded like, question. Um, you know, just compared to like, or like what sort of perspectives different for our generation, I guess? Well, uh, you know, I think your generation is... You, your, your generation it tends to fall in 
uh, more to the trades of millennials, mm-hmm. and then we're about, we're on the cusp and about to turn into what they call the iGen right. generation. Um, and so, you know, there are a lot of there's a I think there's a, a lot of, of difference. One of the things that I've noticed um, it's not bad, it's not necessarily good. Um, and sometimes students don't like to hear me say this, but I think that your generation is less resilient sometimes mm. in terms of things that come up that are, um, and that doesn't mean you're not smart, right? but I, I'm really concerned in my job that sometimes there are things that happen and students don't know how to handle it mm-hmm. or it affects them. And, you know, I sit back and think, you know, if we dealt with that, we just said, okay, that's Whatever, just what yeah, it is, yeah, and you got to move one. on. And then, you know, I've got students now who are like, someone said something to me, or this happened, or there was a racial situation, and I can't, I can't function, I can't go to class for two days. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. And but that's life. Yeah, and that's gonna always happen. So I'm a little bit concerned about resilience. Um, the other thing I think is a little bit different too, but it kind of fits in with where we are in the world. Is there's just a lot of I think soft skills that technology has pulled you all away from, mm-hmm. like yep. the simple art of writing a thank you note. I, I know students who I'll say, like I've never written a thank you note, I'll send a text, yeah. I'll send an email, and I'm like, no, you need to learn to write. Oh yeah, no, my mom wouldn't let me go on, <laughs> on our family vacation after my senior year of high school until I wrote all of them, right. so. You have to, I mean, and I'm glad your mom did that, because you got Shout out Kathy that. Thompson. <laughs> your mom did the right thing. So I think they're just, I mean, I think it's just who you are, I don't right. think it's necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to sound like I'm like 95 years old and you young people. <laughs> Get off my lawn. A, <laughs> but th- those are things that I think are different. I mean, you know, the resilience was a little bit different. Um, and, and and then I think also, too, technology kind of has, has – like I won't talk to – like I'll go up to students and sometimes I'll talk to students and they'll be looking at their phone. And I'm like, I'm not going to talk. I will not talk to no, students unless they're looking at me. Why should you? Eye-to-eye yeah. eye contact is important. Yeah. I mean, it's critical. And students will say, well, I know how to multitask. And I'm like, well, I don't. <laughs> so I won't talk to them. And they're like, come on, VP. I'm like, no. So, that, no, so that, that those sense. are kind of, that's, no, that's, I could name 400 different things, right, but that def- we'll stop there. That I definitely you. makes sense. Um, I guess aside from, from that, like what about maybe kind of the job search? Mm-hmm. Like from, I, I know I've heard different stories, but like parents saying like, oh, it was very easy in my day, right, type thing where, um, you know, like the criteria to like get a good job or go into a field was, mm-hmm. was less competitive maybe so than it is now. Um, you know, having worked through everything, what, what, what would you say? I yeah, I, I don't know if it's that much different mm-hmm. um, because I think like it's that it's that when our friends call me and say, "Oh, I'd never get in Georgia today," I'm like, "Well, the standard when we came to school was totally different," mm-hmm. and there were probably people who were older than we were, were like, "I'd never get in Georgia today." Yeah, and so I think that you know, I I don't know that it's necessarily harder because I think you're smarter. Mm-hmm. You're definitely smarter than we were. I, I, I give you that. I don't know about uh, that. <laughs> oh, no, you're definitely smarter. There are things that students talk about, and I'm just like, am, am I really that stupid? <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, you know what I'm talking about. I'm like, I have no idea. And I'm like, I should know these things. But um, but I, I don't know that it's that much different. Right. But I do think that uh, there is competition, but I, I feel like students are more prepared for prepared it. Prepared for it, okay. And so... I don't feel like we have, I mean, we. I think when students graduate and getting jobs, I don't think like our placement rate is going down, it's actually going up. Yeah. So the one thing I just think that the problem is where the stage where you all are is that, you know, I think some of your uh, constituents get a little too prescriptive. Yeah. You know, I want to be in the southeast and I want to be, you yep. know, 60 miles from mm-hmm. Atlanta and I want to be in downtown Atlanta and I want to live right here. 
And, you know, you can have an amazing experience in Seattle. Atlanta's not going anywhere. Yeah. And so I think <clears> the people that are too prescriptive, those are the ones who can't get out. Because yeah, yeah because I thought I was a homebody for the first two, three years of college, and then I got an amazing internship experience out in California mm-hmm. this past summer, and I realized I can go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that opens up everything, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And like yeah. you said, they get too prescriptive, and then they just kind of pigeonhole themselves, yeah. and they're just kind of waiting for the perfect And then offer. they're like, well, I can't find a job. And I'm like, well, why can't you, why can't you find a job? And they're like, well, you know, I tried in Atlanta. And I'm like, well, why don't you try Birmingham? Or why don't you try yeah. Texas? Right. Or you? And they're like, well, you know, and it's like, but I think I'd be happy. And it's like, well, Atlanta doesn't have a commodity on being happy. No, it I does know not. people <laughs> in other places that are happy. So I think your generation gets a little too, yeah. too, too I guess, Sets, myopic. Up, yeah. And right. it just, you know, that's it. That's all they want to focus on. So, yeah. right, so uh, we'll go a little light, not lighthearted, but a little less serious. So I, I've kind of a bone to pick with you slightly. Okay. So Akash <laughs> and I, We've been, we're seniors, and so we got to experience the national championship game two years ago. Okay. And obviously that broke our hearts. I was there in person. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to talk to anyone for uh, weeks, weeks, months. weeks on it. <laughs> yeah. So my, my, do you know where I'm going with this in <laughs> comparison? No, I have no idea. <laughs> were you not a student when we won I was. back in 1980? And that's my bone <laughs> to pick with you. I'm a little jealous, and so <laughs> well, I need to you know. know. We can't all rank. <laughs> <laughs> So t- tell me about that. I mean, I grew up in Athens, so I mean, I've lived and breathed the dogs for 22 years now. It was, it, it was amazing, and that's why I really wish it would have happened. Because the the great thing for me though was that that when we won the national championship, that was the next spring was when I changed my like major. That's when I became orientation leader. So there was nothing better in the way, and I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of thought like. I didn't really this know what student affairs were. Because <laughs> we were we were there that summer after we won a national championship. Everybody, all these students are coming. They love us. They right. love you, yeah. yeah. I'm telling her people that Herschel Walker is my little brother. <laughs> and <laughs> and awesome. I knew Herschel, and he knew who I was, but we didn't really know each other. Now, pause, that, do y'all spar now? Because I know he's an yeah. MMA fighter, so do y'all get in the ring every now and then? Yeah, he didn't like to talk about all the things I've done to him. <laughs> I don't think I'd be here if that happened. <laughs> but it just was amazing. It's just, it just amazing to like for that whole year to kind of be the reigning national champion. That's awesome. yeah, so that's, that's that's I, I am so, so that's jealous. Was, that's amazing. That, that's, that's why awesome. it was a great summer. So. Yeah, it was fun. Well, gee, was there any property damage? Did you take part I, in any property I, damage? Uh, <laughs> uh, as, as my dad used to say when he want to answer something, uh, we have all the bananas we need in the house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's all he says. So. That's all we need to know. Yeah, I love it. So um. So in college, you know, you handle the outside of the classroom stuff. Obviously, Akash and I are still in the classroom. And I think uh, too many times they still do the, uh, the cheesy icebreakers. Yes. So I would like to participate in an icebreaker between the three of us. Um, I will go first. Sure. Go for it, Rob. So uh, here are my two truths and a lie. Uh, please determine what you think uh, mine are. So <laughs> I, I have to guess? Yeah, yes, we'll both, we'll both guess, yeah. So I've had the swine flu. I was 40 pounds heavier freshman year, and I killed my corporate finance test earlier this week. Killed as in you did well? Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I crushed it. Okay. Uh, I think it's the swine flu. I don't know. I think it's that you lost weight. Who? you are both wrong. <laughs> the lie was that I did well on my test this week. I did not, I did not walk out feeling so hot. So, um, oh, so gosh, Rob. I had swine flu in eighth grade. Okay. Yeah, right. baby. H1N1, baby. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
<laughs> got me a week out of uh, school. I, I and you did as well. So you did actually, that's the truth. I, I, yeah, freshman year. So um, definitely outside of the classroom, I did a lot of uh, weight gaining. Um, I, I knew about that. I was I was on yeah. Rob's all freshman year. <laughs> <laughs> test so, the, the kind of so uh, I guess uh, um, we call him Fat Rob. We still have pictures. <laughs> and uh, we'll post them on our Instagram for you guys. I'm well, just, you know, just keep aging and make sure he doesn't come back. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was a, a product of... Um, Having a girlfriend, so I had no one to impress. <laughs> Unlimited meal plan. Yeah. <laughs> and I definitely ate more than three meals a day. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just. That'll do it. Yeah, just that and the other. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so my lie was that I think I did well on my test this week. But, yeah. you know. It's okay. You know, there's other tests. Well, so, right? gosh, would you like to do yours? Yeah, sure. Um, so, my two truths, one lie. Um, I have a twin. Okay. I almost died cliff jumping one time before. And I'm excited to be here. I think, if I'm guessing, because you probably know, uh, I'm guessing that your lie is that you have a twin. Rob, before I... I mean, the cliff, the, I would, I would, I would hope that you're jumping. excited to be here with us, but um, I'm going to go cliff diving. The lie is that I'm excited to be here. And why is that? Because I'm ecstatic to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so that's how we <laughs> Hey, hey, we... <laughs> We kissed the professor's butt in the classroom. It does not change here. Yeah. <laughs> all, right. But, all right. Let's move on. Um, BP Wilson, what are your two truths and one lie? Oh, so I do two truths and one lie. Yes. Right. Um, well, let's see. Um, I was born in Albany, Georgia. I once had dinner with Jimmy Carter. And I am distantly related to President Woodrow Wilson. Oh God, those, those are actually really I would good. I guess so. the Albany. Okay, I'm and the rationale is because the other two were. I feel I, I believe the other two. I don't know why, but <laughs> I, for some reason the Albany is. Oh like man, that's tough. Suspect. But the other two are really specific. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh, let me go. I'm gonna go. Woodrow Wilson's the lie. I'm not related to Woodrow. Oh, oh let's go. So you got it right. I love I it. I did have dinner with Jimmy did Carter. It just as a clarifier, he was governor of Georgia. Oh, but I did have dinner with him. That's, awesome. go, hey. That's super cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I say he was president. <laughs> <laughs> the details don't matter. Yes. <laughs> it's the headline. Uh, yeah. That was a lot of fun, Rob. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, I feel like we all know each other so much better now. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I think that's what the teachers want to get out of it. <laughs> uh, does every teacher do that? I've, Sometimes. I've maybe uh, I have to do that uh, upwards of 10 or 15 yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, it, it happens. It <laughs> definitely happens. Uh, and you're just like, oh, really? You kind of be a little bit more crazy. I'm only there a Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, let's, I guess. So I guess... Last real question is, you know, you see a lot of influencers on social media now, people who have taken the unbeaten path and not gone to college at all. Like Elon Musk is outwardly spoken about maybe not going to college. Right. You know, Gary V, another yeah. guy who's on Twitter. So with these people who have obviously had success and not gone to college, they're almost saying, like, don't do it at all. Like, don't even think about it. Like, what is your response when people say that you shouldn't go to college? Like, what do you get out of it? I totally disagree. Um, because I think, and my son used to say that all the time. Because he used to say, um, Bill Gates didn't go to college. <laughs> Bill Gates didn't go to college. And I was like, yeah, Bill Gates didn't. But sit down and look statistically at the, the number of people who done who didn't go and did what Bill Gates and so you could be that one person, mm -hmm. but you're telling a large number of people to not do something, to take a chance to get something that right. they're probably not going yeah, to get. Could, yeah. The odds but are just, yeah. The odds, and I think the odds are against you. I think the thing about going to college, and again, I think it's part of my job, 
in, in what we do in student affairs is the one thing I will say that that besides what happens in the classroom, and I get that and I know that's why you're here. Um, when I think about the man that I am today, uh, a lot of that happened outside the classroom. Mm -hmm. And so everybody says don't go to college, but they think about it just in terms of book learning. Yep. But, I mean, just think about what you've done here, the friends that you've met, the leaders that you that you, that you know, that you've learned for, people that you've that have mentored you. I just think, you know, you go to college and you have fun. You learn how to become an adult. Yes. Uh, you're a totally different person now graduating, you should be, mm -hmm. than when you yeah. came in mm -hmm. or we failed you. That's the plan. So that's, that's, the plan. Why I think, that's why I think, you know, when people like that say, oh, don't go to college, they're thinking about going to college and just getting a degree. But there's right. so yep. much that you're walking out of here with Mm -hmm. That I think, you know, and, and I tell staff all the time, we're just trying to send people into the world's communities and do great things. Yes. And that means that your book's smart, but that means your life's smart. Yeah. So I think I think you if you come out of college and you don't have a 4.0, and yeah. you have a 2.5 <coughs> and that's all you have, I think there's so much more you're going to get out of college. So Definitely. I would take any one of them on and say, that's yeah. a big mistake <coughs> to tell people how to go yeah. to college. And also with the Bill Gates argument, most of the people who are making that argument aren't in their garage building computers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not building a billion dollar industry. Right. You know, so well, and most people who say that too aren't really again thinking about it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, because it, you know, and it, and this was just with my son. I mean, he was in college, and he's like, I just don't know the work of this. Well, eventually, he's like, that's the best thing I ever did. Yeah. But you know, but people use the Bill Gates argument, and they use it. Don't go to college. Now, I will say there are some students. Quite frankly, there are some students who shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. And, the, and one of the reasons they shouldn't be here because they're constantly in trouble or they are for whatever health reasons, but there's just some students who just aren't ready to be in college. So it's yeah. not for everyone. Of course. Mm -hmm. But I would never say to folks, you know, no one should go to college. Yeah, like don't try it. That's it's, just, yeah. it's not. That's just not <clears throat> good advice. I, yeah, no, that definitely, that definitely makes sense. So, like, let's assume that, like, uh, college is kind of, like, operating and it's, like, like, utmost, most efficient, like, most – beneficial form kind of what does that look like for a student like um, um the, the best role or like the best sort of you know i think i think you know if, if i think if we're just cranking mm -hmm. and we're doing i think students leave in and they feel like um you know i am more intelligent i feel like i know more about the world around me i feel like one of the things is that <coughs> i'm a better leader I'm more prepared to go and give it mm -hmm. within my community. Uh, and, and it's kind of that notion of the students that I, I see, they come in their, their freshman year and like I try to talk to them, they've got their head down, they won't make eye contact. You know, they talk to you and it's like they mumble. And then four years later, they're on a stage, you know, speaking somewhere and you're like, it's mm -hmm. just the same interview. So if we're cranking, that's the kind of thing that you want to say is a totally different person. Gotcha. You want people to leave here saying, you know, I may not have agreed with your religion, but I learned a lot about it. I learned enough to know that I will never, ever have your religion or your sexual orientation or your beliefs about, you know, life. Or I would. And so that's the thing. And that's why sometimes I think when students are like, well, these people shouldn't be here. I'm like, no, these are, these should, every, yeah. everybody should be here. Yeah. You should be learning about how do you know how do you know what sunshine's like until you've had the rank? You right. know? So you until go. you... Until you're around people who are different. So if we're cranking and doing what we're supposed to, mm -hmm. then you walk out of here saying, I feel smart, I feel ready, I feel prepared. I'm a totally different person, yeah. ready to take on the world. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I think, honestly, like from my college experiences, 
I, I, I'm definitely more intelligent. Um, mm. Definitely learned a lot. Um, just the types of conversations I've gotten in with people, um, types of debates have very much so evolved from oh, yeah. what I was talking about in high school, yeah, like, yeah, even yeah. freshman year. So <laughs> yeah. I, I think to some degree it's definitely working. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, like the walks of life that you see other people go that you would never even experience. And I think that leads a lot of people who don't necessarily do this path to have a very narrow-minded perspective. Right. And once you see those people who they do a lot of the same things you do, mm-hmm. but, you know, Y'all are different in a lot of ways, and that opens you up. Your perspective widens, and like, and that's exactly what you want to get out of this. Well, that, and that's why I think it's so sad sometimes when I see people who are actually graduating. This is not always the case. In fact, it's probably the rare exception where you know people are graduating, and then you listen to them talk, and it is, it's just negative. It's bad. It's sexist. It's racist, and it's like, how do you come and get educated? Yep. Yeah. and then still say some of the things that you do. Mm-hmm. That's when I think we failed. Right. But I also think, too, that we would have never had an opportunity because that person came in saying, this is what I believe True. and I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. And so so if we've done what we're supposed to do, and some people would say, well, you're indoctrinating these young people and you're putting all this stuff and you're trying to change them. No, we're not trying to change you. We're just trying to expo- expose you to the world. Mm-hmm. And then you decide where you go with that. Definitely. So, so I, I think we do what we're supposed to do for the most part. I think. Yeah, no. Hey, I think so, it's yeah. – I mean, you've done your job here. I mean, I, I really appreciate it. I mean, I mean, you're like, the ones that would know that. <laughs> exactly, would, so. exactly. Um, um, but just any sort of, uh, I guess, parting advice for, for everyone who's watching this, and that maybe just, you know, finding help, like helping find your passion or whatever it may right. be, or even just like being discouraged in the job search and just like, um, you know, feeling, I don't know, some sort of – Sense of like people are figuring lost. it out, yeah, like, you know, like, out like I don't have a job. Yet, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, that's okay. I mean, it's okay, and I think gap years are okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, some people are oh, you shouldn't. Have. I think gap years are okay, and I think you know, I think it's okay to say, you know, I don't have a plan for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I don't know if I want to do this. I mean, right now I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I I love what I'm doing. I don't anticipate it, but I can see that happening mm-hmm. even at my age. And so I would just say, if you haven't figured it out, don't believe that people are older or people who look like they have most people don't have it all figured out um and so i mean and and again just sometimes it's just like i tell my staff sometimes we just need to be comfortable with the mess sometimes our life is a mess just get into the mess just wallow in it and just be comfortable with that Mm. i don't have an answer and you don't always have an answer and you're not gonna you're not gonna have an answer and picture yourself 10 years from now you get up in the morning you get in the car and you're going to work you know, what are you doing? I mean, you're kissing somebody, you're, you're saying goodbye, you're taking your kids to school, but when you go to work, where do you want to go? And then work backwards. Yeah. And so that's Absolutely. how you find your bliss. But don't live somebody else's bliss. Definitely. But what's your bliss? And so I, I, I think I think it's good that people think about these things and college students are thinking about these things. But quit trying to find the answer because you're going to find out. No one has, no one has it. No. I don't have it. No uh-huh. one really has all the answers. Yeah, so stop asking us, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, stop asking them. <laughs> Don't come ask me. Definitely. Well, um, last segment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> forgot about our last segment. So, um, VP Wilson, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we basically every week ask Rob, do you have a job yet? Um, he's been working diligently um, this entire semester, so I'd like to give you the honors of asking him this week. <laughs> Rob, do you have a job yet? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, no job just yet, and uh, but I think we're closing in. Yeah. I had a, uh, my fourth round interview with the company, 
and uh, I feel good about it. <laughs> Hopefully, they're not listening. And there's no that I'm patiently I waiting. A, I think a fourth round is a good sign. It's, it's a, a good, good sign. sign. It's yeah. a good okay. sign. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate you taking part in the segment that brings me pain. <laughs> well, the reality is, if you don't find a job, I, I'll hire. I'll find something. I'll hire. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You can, there we come, go. you can come empty my trash. Today, we'll find something. Do you hear that, Mom? I, I have a backup. He has plan. a job offer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's a great way to close out this interview. VP yeah. Wilson, thank you so yeah, much for this. So much. This has been time. Thank you for asking. Yeah, and that sort of wraps up our interview with, with VP Wilson. Um, want to thank him again so much for, for coming yeah, out. Th- that was here. awesome. He just set the bar for every guest we have on from here on out. Yeah, definitely. Um, so thanks again, um, and thanks to you guys for, for tuning in, and hopefully we'll have something for you uh, next week. Yeah, and uh, once again, check back in next week to see if I have a job yet. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Let's thanks. hope this segment ends because I'm sick of it. And let, hey, let's hope that you pass your constitution test and oh, you graduate yeah, with me. Oh, let's check on that. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right, thanks, guys. We'll see you. Go to college and make something of yourself. Do you have a degree in economics? Uh, yes, ma'am, I do. Highest honor. There's no need even to have a college degree at all.